0: Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. And we're back, queridos y queridas. Welcome back to Spirit Tea Talks podcast with your host divine hoops i just realized i didn't do my intro last episode because I was a little bit like damn i have all this quiet time by myself i'm not on mom mode right now so i'm on work mode which is so different but welcome back divine hoops here follow me on instagram at divine hoops we have The offering candles for this novena still available and candles of your choice that are half off. I'm also having half off love readings before Valentine's Day to make sure if they're worth spending the bag on this Valentine's Day or if you need to drop them and spend the bag on yourself. Don't be fooled if these motherfuckers are out here telling you ladies, I don't like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is just so stupid. Why would I only love you for this one time of year when I can love you all 365 days? If you bitches are still eating that shit up and thinking that they're doing you a favor, mm, if he wanted to, he would. And even if he doesn't like to celebrate that holiday... Valentine's Day because he thinks it's a colonizer fucking holiday or right? if he thinks it's stupid to just show you love that one day of the year. Don't buy that shit. He better fucking still take you out. He still better plan something. He better give you some flowers. Make that date special whether or not he doesn't like to celebrate it. Okay? Because that's just stupid. Let's come on now. And that just gives me like he has somebody else on the side type of ordeal. Like, mm, no queremos eso no queremos eso so make sure to get your reading done and that was the whole reason why i even have this like half off love reading going on because i know these motherfuckers are telling you all of this bullshit of like i don't fucking like this holiday this holiday is so goddamn stupid whatever diles pues a la verga all right all right let me get off topic <laughs> but no for real so make sure to check that out on my link tree um i have links to everything that I have to offer currently and we'll get my website back up and running soon enough right now it's just readings to be booked through on my booking site um I will be opening up my storefront soon enough we'll see when um it takes a lot of time man and it's just me it's just me trying to do all of this and um it becomes very uh, overwhelming, so that's why I had closed my storefront because it was just becoming too much. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So we left off with um, the different Santa Muerte colors, the symbolism behind her, and just you know, like a summary to Santisima Muerte. And now I want to talk about like how to set up your altar. Now that we are understanding of the different colors, the different depths of Santissima, and you know what colors you would want to be working with, or etc. etc. Let's jump into it. Alter setups, um, especially when you're first starting off, um, they shouldn't be overwhelming. They shouldn't be stressful, and I think a lot of people may overthink it. Now, when you become a little bit more advanced, you become more in tuned with her. When you become a more, um, more into this, um, there's different ways to obviously place certain things and how to place them. But first and foremost, the area that you pick for your altar setup, tiene que tener mantel. It has to have, you know. A tablecloth. When you lay on your bed, do you have sheets on your bed? Clearly, right? You don't just be butt naked in a butt-ass naked bed without sheets, covers, silky pillowcases. You know, it feels good because you're you're laying there, you're trying to be well rested, you're trying to recharge so it's the same thing with your statues uh with your santissima muerte statue because you want to make sure that her place of where she recharges where she feels comfortable is well taken care of so you get your mantel and um you know cleanse it how you can cleanse it is through smoke uh siete machos or um florida water any cleansing spray that you may have as well you can spray the table i usually put um my incense let it burn before i add anything else to it and this is what i do as well for my working altar let it just sit there place my statue in the middle front and center middle um while I'm doing this, you have to get, of course, your glass of water, your flowers, tu tequila, a candle. I usually do a white candle when I'm charging my my altar, a seven-day white candle. Um, I have other offerings to give. She loves her apples. So does my daughter. So I put nine apples in her altar 9 is her number, by the way. The number 9 symbolizes a lot. Um, and it's very interesting as well. I had just recently asked Azriel to verify like, if what I thought the number 9 represented and it was definitely what it was. It's not the end of, you know, number 9 represents an ending and a beginning. So it's just like a a cycle. And then when you flip it, it's a number 6. And... There's just more into it too. There's so much symbolism (laughs) when it comes to her. And um, I'm definitely going to write it down. And do another episode of the different type of symbolism that she represents. But um, altar wise. Having uh, an incense holder of any kind. Su cafecito. um, What I like to do and what I've been doing is that she has her own glasses. Her own uh, plates. Cause that's just hers. Um, Oh, and I got chills when I said that it seems like a lot of people, um, uh, may not know that concept or are not aware that when you provide her with a glass, make sure that that's just her glass that nobody else is using. Um, her cup of coffee, um, her plate of offerings, make sure that nobody else is using it. It's just for her. Um, Other things to place in your altar, again, is just could be oranges, apples, Uh, I sometimes put a cake on there or even sometimes when I'm making like breakfast, I provide her with my breakfast food. Um, I also have my lemon water, the limon, my limes. If you haven't um, seen, I posted on my Instagram a way to put um, a water of lemons or limes. And your altar to uh, make sure that it observes any negativity. That's why you also have to be cautious of who you share and who sees your altar. Because you don't want them get in mal, mal de ojo. And your altar to lose that powerful charge. Uh, her cigarettes. An ashtray. um Calderon. So where you burn your petitions, it's there. Um, any other little snacks that she may want is usually like little mexican candies that i give her i have a book that is of santissima muerte and i also have like my journal of santissima muerte that i leave on the altar and that is to charge i also have my tarot deck that i leave there to charge there's honey in the altars to sweeten things up Um, money in your altar especially if you are working with her and getting money from working with her uh, make sure that you can put it on her scythe you know uh, there's people that put it in her scythe there's people that can put it underneath their santissima make sure that it's not folded make sure that it's nice and neat so when you're getting receiving money that money keeps flowing in um, una balanza una balanza your scales you should have your scales as well To balance everything in your life, to make sure that everything is in alignment. Um, Let me go on my other altar because I feel like I'm missing a couple things. But those are the basic things, okay? Uh, Those are the basic things of what to get and what to have on your altar. Oh, I got stuck. Give me a second. Sorry, I heard that fucking got stuck um i also have my oils um that i make any other oils that you may need to use i have a money oil that i've created a couple years ago i have my graveyard dirt some crystals any jewelry that is of hers i have on around her um galletas sprays protection oils yeah very simple right it's not too much you can keep adding on and keep adding till she'll let you know what it is that you need i have you know different things sometimes i switch it up here and there and um it helps it helps with the energy of your altar again when you put in um like i have my hoops around uh, a certain certain statues Uh, my first statue that's the one that i put the most things on Uh, Because that's my baby and that's, you know, who I started working with from the very beginning. Um, My necklaces, anything that I need charged and prayed over and have beautiful energy along with that as well. When you put up your setup, now it's not just having your setup. It's upkeeping it. And I don't think I've talked about this, but I think it needs to be talked about just because there is a lot of new devotees that have come to me now and I'm just noticing a pattern. This pattern that I'm seeing is like you guys have a setup. It may be a small setup. And again, this doesn't have to be big. So everything that I just mentioned, you may have just a small table or somewhere to put her. you have a small statue, uh, but you know, maybe just uh, your one rose, your cup of water, un cafecito, a little mini cafecito if you can, um, little offerings here and there, and maybe a tea lights that like, you know, like the battery type of tea lights. you get at the dollar tree and you know to provide her with that maybe because you can't have uh fire where you're at or you can't light incense where you are at that is okay there's also oil lamps that you guys could even get online um if you can't burn incense or have candles it's completely fine a small statue i mean a small statue oh yeah small statue a small setup is a setup in itself okay you have to start somewhere It doesn't have to be humongous. It doesn't, over time, it does need to, you know, need to add to it. That's just me personally. Upkeeping your altar is the number one thing that I've noticed that a lot of devotees kind of fail. Not, I don't want to use the word fail, but lack. Upkeeping your altar, making sure that it's clean. Making sure that you're changing her water, making sure that you're providing her with light in her altar. She loves her candles. She loves light in her candles, um, whether that's LED lights or just Christmas lights all over it. It doesn't not matter. Um, just making sure that everything is, you know, kept like up, like you know, kept up with. And we're back so yes so making sure that you upkeep your altar is very very important just how you want to upkeep the the cleanliness the like organizing your house your room wherever you may feel like your your sanctuary place you know um and yes there's times of here and there that we can't you know we can let a little mess here and there but like not staying there for too long of you know making sure that you clean it up I've always been told that a cluttered um, house, a cluttered room means a cluttered mind, and it's definitely also with your altar. Um, making sure that you change her flowers, you change her water. You don't let the mold get in, like your coffee or in her shot glasses. You know, making sure that you you stay you stay up with it because then you're gonna be wondering, like, why is why are things happening like? why are bad things happening to me? Or like, why am I getting so much bad luck? And it's like, well, look at how you're treating your spirit. Like your spirit team should be really well taken care of so they can very much well taken care of you. And it's not just, you know, saying, So hija, so hijo de santisima muerte. It's just, it's more in depth into that. It's making sure that you're upholding your part and making sure that she's taken care of. If your altar is not being taken care of and you're not you're lacking taking care of your spirit then things are probably going to be more difficult for you to obtain the things that you want uh, it'll be more difficult to have smooth paths you can tell the difference too whenever you are consistent with your work you're consistent with your altar you're consistent with being there and it's okay to sometimes, you know, um, maybe not upkeep with it, but I don't know. It's just, if, if you're not, if you know that you may not be ready to commit, it's just best to wait it out, you know, or maybe just have a little, um, to go alter, you know, there's ones that people do with like an Altoid, um, case you know something small to carry with you um, versus creating an ultra space and just completely forgetting about it or not cleaning up the space or not providing fresh water it's just you can tell the difference and you can tell that there's some people that may feel a little bit scattered all the time where they can't really um, upkeep with the routine Um, and especially like to me personally like when my best friend gave me that uh, my first statue and at first I was using a, a tarot card of Santa Muerte for my altar setup and it was very small very tiny so I kept it small and tiny until you know she gave me that statue I felt like it was my duty to give her more and provide her more and then As I kept adding more statues, I kept growing my altars. And then it became from one altar to multiple altars, you know, to make sure that they all had their equal space and the amount of space that they needed and required and you can even tell the difference from when you put flowers on her altar and like you're actually upkeeping and maintaining it those flowers last longer if you're putting food on her um, keeping an eye on like the food and how long it really stays there because she she feels the energy So again, if you know that you may not be able to upkeep with your altars, uh, making sure that it maybe stays, you know, small or just doing something here and there. I just I want to stress the importance of upkeeping it and the importance of giving her that, that attention that she needs. And that's why sometimes I ask when people tell me, like, I don't know, like, I don't feel her. Is there something that I'm doing wrong? And it's, like, my, one of the very first questions that I ask, like, where do you have her set up? Or do you mind sending me a picture or a video of your altar to just kind of see how it looks? Because um, you can tell, you know, that maybe she just wants to move around in your household. Because I know, personally, when I had my house, um, she was always having me move her to certain places um, of my home until she felt more, more comfortable. And then the more statues that I would bring, certain statues like different corners of the house or different places, different rooms of the house. So again, getting to know your intuition and growing that relationship with Santissima is going to help you dictate how your altar setup should be. And there's other different little rituals that you can even do within your altar to enhance the power of your altar. But making sure that you keep with it is a big responsibility because you're responsible for, for her and how much you provide for her. So... That is very important. Um, And again, if you are just not prepared for that responsibility of of upkeeping an altar space, then I would just suggest to do something small or just wait. Um, Because I would hate for y'all to try and do something for her and then you're not coming through. Because that just showing your your lack of being, you know, being there and promising her something and then not coming through. It's just, I don't know. I I wouldn't, you wouldn't want somebody or you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be in a relationship or friendship with somebody and telling like them always telling you like, you know, I got you, I got you, I got you. But then they steady forget about you or they don't spend time with you or they do something that makes you feel forgotten or misunderstood or just being pushed to the side. You're eventually going to cut those people off and when they try again just be like you know what okay i fucked up let me try again you may be hesitant to even try it again to open that door with that person and it's the same thing with santissima like why would you want to keep neglecting her and neglecting her and then you're, you're gonna be wondering like well, why don't i feel her anymore like why isn't she answering my prayers like why am i not feeling that energy and it's just like were you consistent did you uphold your part of the bargain? Did you make promises that you broke? Um, did, you know what was it that you did to have her respond to you or not respond to you in that matter? Learning the the depths of her while you have her there's nothing wrong i'm not saying like in my previous episode like learning the depths before getting a statue though no but i think it is very important to continue to try to get to know her to continue to ask questions about like why does she have this or why does you know this happen x y and z like being continuously curious to get to know her Um, I think that's just key with anybody, with any relationship, the key to getting to know somebody, especially somebody that you love and care for, to better have a stronger relationship with them. It's really the key. And then having the altar set up, which will provide you with a stronger relationship with her. And I've seen some beautiful, beautiful altars, And um, even then, I, I get asked, like, I don't know, like, am I doing something wrong? Is it you know, what is it that I'm doing? And I always ask, like, well, have you prayed? Like, have you prayed to her? Have you talked to her? Have you sat down and asked her yourself? Like, what is it that I can do? And sometimes, yes, we may be caught up in our own head and maybe overly stressed that we may not be able to hear the answers quite clearly. And then that's maybe when we need a reading done from somebody else that's also devotee to help you and assist you with some guidance. Because I know personally, I had to do that just last year. And, um, I'm very particular of who I go to get readings done, as anybody should be very particular who you go with. Um, And this was during the time that I had to make a very tough decision. And I remember I went to uh, La Loba to get a reading done. And she had even asked me, like, have you talked to Santa Muerte about what you should do? And it's just, and I had told her, I was like, I have. It's just, I think I'm letting my emotions dictate over my intuition, so she was just like, okay, that's understandable. And then she was able to help me to what Santissima had already told me, but it wasn't very loud for me. And it just gave me that guidance of like, okay, this is what I need to do. And this is how I should approach my situation. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, having that second opinion of getting a reading done or getting that confirmation done. Because then times when our emotions really do dictate our decision-making, we're not able to make clear uh, decisions so again uh, making sure to upkeep your altars making sure that you dust it off not just light incense and keep the same offerings on the table like to change it up you know like I think that is one of the biggest mistakes or the lacks of efforts that I see from devotees that are starting off that um, I've noticed that they just leave things as they are without switching it up, without, you know, really sitting down and spending time. But they, you know, they're very proud to showcase Santa Muerte. And it's just like, do you think she's just somebody to, you know, show off? But then you're not. It's like that toxic boyfriend that you may have. Toxic boyfriend or girlfriend that just like... They may show you out here and there on their Instagram. But then they treat you like shit behind closed doors. It's like, don't be that. Don't be that. And I think a lot of people may need to do a lot more healing than anything else. Or self-reflection or self-accountability before really... Before really taking on to a spirit. I've always thought... (laughs) like whenever i go like grocery shopping to me it's just like i'm, I'm taking care of uh, three people myself my daughter and santissima so it's just like okay what is it that i want to eat what is it that i want to snack on uh, what are the snacks that my daughter needs and i also think about like what is it that i also need to bring santa muerte and it, it, it has became a habit um uh, for a, for years now where like when i would go to grocery stores like what is it that i need what is it the side needs what is it that santissima needs and it just became second nature for me to do so and i mean i've also had my moments where i was going through shit that like yes it was hard for me to get up to go to my altar and take care of my altar or you know, be there, and then I would just kind of snap out of it, and then every single time that I would just sit there my altar and write with her, or just sit down and just cry, like, to her, it was just, uh, like, this comforting feeling of, like, everything's gonna be okay, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very important to uh, keep that relationship, it's beautiful so again um making sure that you upkeep with your um altar your altar and making sure that you continuously show her love and respect like I know it has become a habit of mine every morning to kiss her globe Uh, whether that's my purple one or my red one I always go and kiss her robe I mean her robe um the globe and you know It's just like, now it's just like a nature for me to do those things. The more that you continuously do something, it becomes a habit and it becomes something that you regularly do. Um, So yeah, so again don't don't jump into something that you know that you're not going to be able to have the time uh, right now if maybe you feel a little bit scattered a little bit of everywhere you just don't have uh the space i don't i don't even think the space really matters because if you want something you're gonna make space for it just if he wanted to he would type of for deal if you wanted to you could um find the space and the time to do so but again It's best to be honest with ourselves about the relationship that we are trying to have with a spirit versus just showcasing it, okay? And hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully that um, sits well with some to understand that, okay, maybe I'm not ready to have a big statue right now or maybe I'm not ready to um, have a, a... a big setup or even a, a setup for her right now or maybe i should just you know practice praying and maybe getting like a, a rosary for me to wear around my neck and just you know pray to my rosary while i wear it um you know taking care of something small right now maybe getting a small like statue and just carrying it with me or just having it next to my my bedside and you know start small like if you know well enough that you are not ready to keep an altar and build a relationship with her it's best to be honest than to be neglectful that's the word neglectful like if you know that you might be neglectful with her then it's just best to start small because a lot of people try to jump right into doing rituals and you know candle magic and manifestation work when they're not ready to really have a commitment to her and then then you know they could be you know questioning your abilities because maybe you're the one teaching them like well this is what you're supposed to do and like well nothing's hitting nothing's happening nothing's doing this nothing's doing that and again um even when you do go get work done with somebody and like something doesn't hit like Especially if you're like, like for example, if you were to get something done with me and it doesn't hit correctly, there's other aspects. It's not my work. (laughs) It's not my magic. It's not her either. It's like, what is it that you're doing? (laughs) Self-accountability. And I think a lot of people like to just blame somebody else versus really taking accountability for themselves. Again, just our small. The ultra setup in itself, if you know that you are ready, to be committed, to really take it to the next level. And let me be honest, that was the most nerve-wracking thing for me when I started doing this and setting up an altar. That's why it took me a little minute to really set up an altar for her and get a statue and, you know, because I, I, I knew that this was a, a big commitment. It was a huge commitment for me. And I did not want to break a promise. I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't want to be neglectful. So it took me months, almost a year, to really build her an altar because I was taking it slow. I started with a rosary. I had like a Jesus rosary and I had bought a pendant and replaced it with with her. And then I started learning the rosary. And then, you know, obviously I did the the tarot card and then just slowly, you know, putting little things here and there. And then essentially, you know, thankful thankful for my best friend for that statue because at that time, she had even asked me like, "When are you going to get a statue?" and I was and I would tell her like, "I'm not ready. I'm not ready." And I remember during this time, I was telling her like, "I I'm so itching for a statue now." And she would tell me like, "I'm going to get you a statue from Mexico, like the the one that they make, you know, in our motherland." And she did. That statue that she gifted me was made in Mexico. So, I knew for myself that I wanted to make sure that I was ready and committed. And I think a lot of us, a lot of new devotees, that is, that even maybe if you've been doing this for a while and, you know, you have to maybe take a uh, reflect like, are you ready for that type of commitment? Are you ready to take time of your day, 15 minutes a day, an hour of your day, two hours of your day, however long it is, to sit down at your altar and pray to her? Are you committed enough to go ahead and do the novenas? Are you committed enough to learn the prayers? Are you committed enough to learn about the different symbolisms that she in, in, like enties? Are you committed enough to learn from other uh Devotees that have been doing this for a longer time, are you committed? Or are you just wanting to manifest? Or are you just wanting to say that you're hija, hijo de Santísima Muerte? What is it that you're really looking for when it comes to being part of this oculto? What is it? What is it? Because we have to be really real with ourselves. Just because you have her. Just because you have a statue of her does not mean that you get to throw her name around and say, watch out for me. Doesn't mean that like, you know, she got me, she got me, but you don't got her. Like, that's just mad disrespectful. And yeah, just be cautious, like, you know, cautious of what you're doing and how you're proceeding things. And and it's not to scare anybody because I know a lot of people are just like, oh, well, I'm scared to start a relationship with her. I'm, I'm scared. And it's just the things that I'm asking are really legit things because even with life in itself, like, let's just be real with ourselves. Let's just, you know, be, uh, hold ourselves accountable at every single degree in our lives, every area of our lives, like that we have to hold ourselves accountable. There's a lot of growth that comes from an accountability. And I, I hope this resonates and I hope this, you know, sits in people's brains, um, when it comes to her and the, Aspects and the beauty of her, because at the end of the day, how you work with her is due to you. It's a reflection of you. It's a she's a reflection of you yourself. And um, just be cautious. I mean, everything that gets put out in this world comes back to you tenfold. And even though she is all about, you know, justice, just you know, <laughs> keep a balance. Keep a keep a straight mind. Well, that's for the altar setup and the commitment into Santissima and how to really begin this journey with her. Um, And again, hopefully this helps. Hopefully I make sense. (laughs) Because sometimes I just go on a rampage. I don't edit my podcast. I just kind of let it be as organic as possible. Um, this This is a lot of work. Just putting out episodes is a lot of work. And i fucking salute like professional podcasters because you know a lot of these podcasters have the cameras the the setup and all of it and it's a beautiful thing hopefully one day we can get there i'm sure we will but for now i hope this makes sense and we're able to learn from this whole experience in itself and the next episode uh, will be posted um, tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> so we're able to talk more into Santa Muerte. And I'm going to ask um, this episode's. You can reply, especially if you're, I know for sure, once you, if you're listening through Spotify, it'll ask you like, what do you think about this episode? So I want you to reply and let me know what else do you guys want to hear about Santa Muerte in these next couple days as we celebrate her novena. What is it else that you want to learn? What is it that you are curious about? What are some questions, concerns that you may have and some things that you may need to clear up? Um, I'll do my best in my, I will do the best of my ability to answer those questions and any concerns. And if there's something that I don't know, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all and just, you know, reach out to my mentor and see what we can do to a better answer those questions and concerns. So hopefully this helps. Um, until next time, and I hope you guys do your novenas. Remember, if you claim to be a devotee, You should be doing your novenas from the first of the month through the ninth. These are promises. Promises should not be broken. Just how you make promises to yourself uh, is very important of how much, how serious you take yourself and those relationships around you. I know for myself that I am in a dry February, which means no drinking for me for this whole month. Um... I can easily just be like, fuck it, I'm stressed. I'm gonna, you know, drink. But if I don't commit to the promises that I make to myself, why would I be upset if somebody else breaks a promise to me? Because then that means that I'm not respecting myself as an individual, as a woman, as a human being, if I'm not upkeeping my own promises to myself. And I think those are the biggest lessons in life. If we're not upkeeping our own accountability and we're not Upholding ourselves to a higher standard when we are making promises to ourselves and commitments. um, It just shows more of the character that we are and the things that we need to grow from. So I would want to keep my promise of not drinking a single bit of liquor this month um, to just show myself that because i would hate to have a friendship or a loved one you know promise me something and then not coming through i'm done with that type of ordeals in my life if you cannot keep your word i won't have respect for you and i want to have myself in a very high high standard and continue to have myself in a high standard because I know the type of commitment that I bring to myself which means that only high quality people can enter my life and this also is a reflection of how I handle my spirituality at a high standard and why my prices are the way that they are because I know what I bring to the table and I know the type of energy that I have within myself and the relationship that I have built over the years with Santa Muerte and the beauty that comes from it all. So. be honest with yourself and until the very next episode bye